Welcome to Bloombox Growing Deeper. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah. And we're on a mission to help you become the gardener you want to be. Hi, everyone. Before we get started on this episode, I wanted to give you all an update because, like we did last time because it is the end of our greenhouse fundraising and we are so happy to report that we did raise the full amount needed. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who gave or shared our posts or helped us just get to where we needed to get to so that we will be able to build this greenhouse over the winter. And then by the time you or someone else is interested in shopping for plants or getting a bloom box next spring you'll be getting those plants from our new greenhouse it's so, so exciting yes we're oh, so, excited I'm so excited and we're so thankful so um, we just wanted to make sure you got that update and we hope you will celebrate with us as we do the groundbreaking and the ribbon cutting and then of course the first round of plants yeah mm-hmm. and speaking of plants we've got some events coming up so we have a couple garden walks right. in the Lincoln and Omaha area. Second We're annual. Second annual. We Last year, we only featured Bloombox Gardens. This year, we're adding in some of our My Garden affiliate sites. So people's home gardens that they've affiliated with us, the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum. These will be in Omaha on September 13th from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And in Lincoln on September 20th. Same time, 5 to 7.30 p.m. And the way it'll work is it's going to be $10 a car or $5 a car if you are a member. And by paying for your car load, you'll get the map. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have that time period to visit gardens in whatever order you prefer and spend as much or a little time at each one as you like so you can see the ones that you care the most about visiting. And we'll have gardeners there to answer questions and NSA staff roaming around between the gardens. So... We hope you'll come out and see what great work people have been doing mm-hmm. with native plants in Lincoln and Omaha. And you can register now you for can. those. Yep. At plantnebraska.org slash events. Awesome. And I'll link that in the show notes mm-hmm. too. And then we have we have our all summer or all spring and fall, we do our greenhouse sales. Right. We do most of them on Friday afternoons, but we always do some Saturday ones to catch the folks who are still working. So we'll be in Lincoln on September 10th Mm -hmm. from 9 to noon, 9 to 1130? 9 to noon. 9 to noon. And then we'll be in Omaha on September 24th at the Douglas Sarpy County Extension Office on 78th and Center. Mm -hmm. So that gives just kind of an an outside of business hour shopping time and an Omaha shopping time. And Mm -hmm. then... We have a sale just for our members. Correct. And what date is that, Hannah? That's a great question. It's September 16th, and that's going to be 4 to 7. And at that sale, of course, we'll do all the normal sale stuff here at our greenhouse on East Campus. But we will also have a little activity for kids and adults alike, some art and some popcorn and things. So we try to make it a fun kind of social environment. Yes. We'll be there answering questions mm-hmm. and, and talking about all the plants we love. And the popcorn was a big hit this spring. That's right. So don't miss out on the popcorn. So we hope you'll join us at one of these events or you'll follow us on social media if you're not in a place where you can join us for the events so that you can see what's going on. And thank you again for the greenhouse because uh, we needed one. So we really appreciate it. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Bloombox Growing Deeper. We're excited to have you here. We're excited for fall planting season. Yes. 
is fall planting season and it's actually fall planting season I enjoy more than spring planting season. 100%. I don't know. I say that <laughs> went quick when it's from fall. one to the other. I mean, I, I, well, I just realized I've been saying I love fall planting season for like two months. Um, I pretty much love whatever planting season I'm in. Oh, sure. I find fall planting season easier. I'm one of those um, people who planted in July. Uh, so <laughs> I try not to do that. I, it's not advised, but I did it. And they're I, all alive. I mean, you can definitely have success with it. I just prefer to spend the month of July with my feet in the pool. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of the dirt. But, you know, yeah. teach their own. I'm also usually by July, I'm realizing that I maybe planted more than I should have. And now I have to weed it all. Oh, sure. And water it all. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I take a break for a bit. That's a good idea. We yeah we strongly encourage if not require our project size plantings to take a break in July and August, just because it can be really hard to establish like larger plant public mm-hmm. plantings in that heat. Yeah, but I know lots of people who successfully plant in their yards. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, All yeah, those a few plants, plants you bought from us and set beside your garage and forgot mm-hmm. about. Yeah, that happens. It does. Still have one very dead plant just sitting in its pot next I to my house. <laughs> have a pile of pots. So I'm at the greenhouse like minimum once a week, even when yeah. it's not planting season, uh-huh. right? So I should be able to bring my pots back to the greenhouse. This should not be hard. Yeah. They're still stacked in my carport, um, waiting to come back to the greenhouse. And apparently it was a really hot spot because all the pots melted. What? I mean, when <laughs> pots melt, they just like happen. crumple up. There. Yeah. Uh, the uh, flats are fine, but the pots, when they don't have soil holding them in their shape. Yeah, they shrink. They shrink like shrinky yeah. dinks. Uh, oh my gosh, shrinky dinks. <laughs> yes. I love those. Blast from the past. I Not even in the greenhouse do we see those pots well because they're full of yeah actually you will like if we leave them stacked oh okay they will do do that that does that but in the shade house there's shade cloths so they're never like in the direct sun for that long and they're just like on my pavement next to my white house just Mm -hmm. taking the full yeah morning sun sure okay and today is labor day it is so happy labor day everybody what better day to dig a hole (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hopefully you get the day off or you get some time off to celebrate because that's what Labor Day is all about, right? Labor Day celebrates the fact that we have safe working conditions and some would say some safe working hours. (laughs) Although that's not true across the board, but we'll keep working. It depends on your industry. That's right. But we have more people working in safe conditions and working hours than we have Mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. So there's that. can I tell a quick story? Please do. Um, it's not historically accurate. It does remind me of a Parks and Rec episode where uh, Leslie is talking about one of the murals um, oh. in the city yes. hall. And she's like, this is um, the Great Bread Factory Massacre because <laughs> everyone died in this bread factory when it lit on fire. Oh, my <laughs> in goodness. She, she goes, but... The whole town smelled like bread for days. So it was somewhat pleasant. And I was like, oh, no, that's what Labor Day stopped from happening. Now that, you can get out yes. if your factory has a fire. I'm, it's morbid. I'm 
speechless <laughs> in light of that story. <laughs> Just remember it's fictional, but it, that did happen, actually. does I make mean. me think of... Yesterday, the weather cooled off a little bit. We just had a little bit of rain. And then yesterday was beautiful. Ooh, yeah. And I biked. I usually bike to daycare to pick Silas up. We mm-hmm. only live like a few blocks away. And I got home and I was talking to Nick and I was saying, man, everybody must be out barbecuing in the nice weather because the whole town smells so good. Oh, and he's yeah. like, they're burning trash at the dump. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, um, it's still... Smells good. I don't know. <laughs> our our dump doesn't take trash. It just takes like lawn material. Mm, so mm-hmm. it just smelled like a campfire. And oh, I thought yeah. it smelled like people because we grill on charcoal. Sure. Not everybody does. But I thought it smelled like the grill. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another good thing to do on Labor Day. Barbecue grill. And I think most people would agree that Labor Day marks the culturally official end of summer. No more white pants. No more no more white after Labor Day. That's right. Yeah, I don't own white pants. I neither do I. Gardeners should not own white pants. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. So that's why we're here to talk about fall. We are. So it's kind of confusing because in our last episode, we kept reminding you that it's still summer. <laughs> and <laughs> Two now we're like, and happy fall planting. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of people call fall planting anything that happens like after august yeah and the main you know maybe excuse for this even though september is still arguably at least partly summer is that we're establishing plants into the fall rather than planting in the spring and establishing plants into the summer and it is not as different as you would think in you know what we do but i find fall planting to be very enjoyable working conditions wise as we talk about on labor day and um success wise Mm -hmm. because we're not um sending plants straight out into the summer heat yeah yeah especially if you get them planted in september you have enough time to get those roots established that they'll be fine through the winter yeah and it does you know what your fall planting window is is going to change depending on where you are, and even Nebraska, it varies quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I My rule of thumb is I like to have four weeks from planting to when it's consistently like freezing hard at night and not warming up much in the daytime. Yeah. That's my personal. I think everybody has, like, based on their experience, they won't plant grasses after this day. Right. Um, but that's my kind of rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. I also like fall planting better just because spring is so busy for yes. us that I feel like I work all day. <laughs> then I go home and on the weekend, I'm just like, oh, I got to get more plants in the ground. I got to dig this up. So in the fall, while it is still busy, it's not quite as go, go, go. So get to do a little bit of planting. Yeah. Leisurely planting. I agree. And I kind of do my like, I almost feel like I'm panic planting in the spring, kind of like, I got to do all the planting. Everything's blooming in the greenhouse. I bought this. I bought that. I got to plant it before it dies in its pot Mm -hmm. in my driveway. Um, I planted like this pile of pots is like kind of scary because it's only my three inch pot. It's not my vegetables. It's not 
um that's the other thing about quartz it's not my trees and in the fall i'm like i'll plant a little bit of this i'll plant a little bit of that like i'll start working a new bed for next spring but i'm not like really in a hurry about it Mm -hmm. and you might be trying to get your fall greens in or something but you're not also trying to get all your vegetables in the ground and established that for me is another challenge of spring planting and i'm not knowing they're gonna bloom in a month yeah. So I'm planting stuff in the fall already calmer because I'm planting it now to see it next summer. If I yep. plant in the spring, you know, there's pretty decent hope you're going to see that bloom this year. So it's like, oh, I want to see that bloom. I want to see that bloom. Yeah. I better plant it now. And in the fall, it's just kind of like, well, if I didn't get it planted in the fall, I'll get it planted in the spring. Eh, it is what it is. Yes. And I like that because your spring self will thank your fall self yes. for that because then you're just weeding, which I shouldn't say just, weeding is a chore, but you're weeding and you're watering and things like that, but you're not having to put in a full garden every right. spring. And I think there's a big difference between like weeding brand new plants where you don't want to let hardly any weed in there because they're taking water and they're taking space and it's easy to shade out your brand new plants. If they're a little, when they're a little bigger, I'm a lot more forgiving about which weeds I leave. I really just grab the big things that are taller than my plants or ugly looking or um, actually endangering them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tend to just ignore all the little things that are probably going to get shaded out and die anyway. Yeah. So if we plant these plants in the fall, by spring, they are bigger. And I'm not under as much pressure to perfectly weed mm-hmm. while also, you know, organizing project planting days and all of your guys' bloom boxes <laughs> and spring affair right. and, and, and. And spring sales. And, and everybody else's plants. Yeah. <laughs> then. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just do a little light weeding here and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the latest you've planted something? I didn't I'm, tell you about this question. Yeah, I'm kind of new to fall planting, so I don't know if I have ever planted anything all that late. Okay. I put in a fall garden last year. I'm trying to remember. I think it was mid-September. Yeah. Okay. Which is that's pretty, pretty good. normal. Yeah, yeah that's normal. That's, yeah, I don't. I mean, I've planted things late in the spring. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're planting in July, you sure have. Yeah. I don't think I've done anything too crazy either. I've planted projects. Yeah. In October, in the first couple weeks of October. Personally, my yard. Usually by then, I'm I'm done. Um, I'm just, I mean, by then it's so nice that all I want to do is sit outside with my book and it just calms me down. Spring, I'm just crazy. Well, spring, you get spring fever. You do. You do all the things. Oh man, I get a bad. Yeah. And the fall, I'm just like, pretty leaves, pretty Mm -hmm. weather. Here's a book and some tea and I can enjoy it more. And we're not raking because we leave the leaves. Uh, Exactly. I do not (laughs) rake leaves. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. Uh, I do know know people in the industry who will plant as long as they can dig a hole this goes more for trees than plants i have seen some plants planted where i'm like oh maybe not 
Doesn't Justin have a tradition of planting a tree on Thanksgiving? He does. Yeah. We'll save that story for... I yeah. I got sidetracked to there, but we're going to do tree fall planting. Easter egg week. for next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking today mostly about perennial plants. And we could throw in our fall vegetables, too. Mm-hmm. We don't usually talk a lot about vegetables, but I really like planting a fall vegetable oh, crop. yeah. Uh, again, because it's outside of spring fever, they're likely to get more care from me than they things that I overplanted in my excitement of the spring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking yes. to you, ten snap pea plants oh that my I gosh, did not harvest. Ten? <laughs> I pulled some. So I pulled many. some out because I was like, "This is just too many." <laughs> I really cut back on my tomatoes this year because last year I went overboard on them and. This is a much more manageable yeah. crop this year. Yeah, uh, it's it's just so exciting in the spring. I'm like, I want to eat everything that's green, right. and so I plant everything, and I forget that like you have to harvest it and then eat. Like right. it's not just like you plant it and then it's in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You have to do the middle steps. Unfortunately, <laughs> goodness, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, mostly. With planting fall perennials, I think the only trouble I've ever run into is grasses can be kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense because plants only like to do one thing at a time. <laughs> um, they like to grow roots, grow tops, flower, seed. They It's not like they can't mix those four things. And we should all take that advice from the grass. Stop. <laughs> multitasking and so after a grass seeds if you think about it after your grass seeds comes fall color and it's kind of done if you think about your summer blooming stuff they flower they seed and they go back to growing yeah yeah um so grasses are really the only thing i've heard people just kind of say "Mm, if it's gonna be a lot of grass in this garden either you know, really got to make sure we're watering it and trying to, you know, force some growth that might not have done. Yeah. Or we just want to make sure we stick to early October. Right. At the latest. I planted some little blue stem that I'm wondering if it was too late for because I planted it two falls ago okay. and it is just not. And little blue stem doesn't take that long to establish. No, it doesn't. And it's just not it's doing just not its doing thing. It. That could be. So it might be time to to try again. Try a different. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that first week of October is pretty safe through like middle Nebraska, mm-hmm. but as you get to the north and the the west, and for sure the Panhandle, um, I don't really like to plant big swaths of grass. You know. Yeah. I don't really like to plant a lot of grasses after late September. I do plant. Almost all of my sedges outside of my bloom box have been planted in the fall, and oh. they do really well. I bet so because they mm-hmm. they re- they come up so fast in the spring. Right. Mm-hmm. The more growing a plant does in the cool season, the more it's going to take to fall planting. Yeah, and that holds true for what we're talking about. Grass is a lot of our favorite prairie grasses are warm season. Mm-hmm. Our little blue stem and big yeah. blue stem. So that makes sense. There's another you know, connection to draw when you're making a decision. Are you going to plant any perennials this fall? 
I was trying not to, but I think I'm going to. We, um, well, mostly because I was walking through the greenhouse with Bob shopping for plant grants. Well, you just have to avoid the greenhouse if well, you're not going to plant anything. You helped write my job description. I did. I can't do that. I kept you out of it. <laughs> um, this time of year, I am choosing plants for all of the plant grants mm-hmm. that are going to get planted this fall, all of our little community projects. And so I went to the greenhouse and and told Bob the things that I want to use for that so he keeps them out of um, plant sales. Yeah. And so if you guys are coming to fall plant sales and you're like, how come there's no geraniums? He's probably going to tell you it's, it's my fault. Sarah's fault. And after, I mean, I had like pep talked myself for this. <laughs> like, I don't want a fall plant. We're preparing for a big spring garden. You had a no fall plant mantra I going did. through your head. And then I started seeing stuff and I planted a desert willow this spring. Right. And it got planted Kind of, well, kind of on the spot because I've wanted a desert willow forever. Bob mm-hmm. got them in. They were going kind of fast. So mm-hmm. I took one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had to plant it. Right. <laughs> so we made the bed. It was a big, big guy. Yeah, it was big. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like two gallons, but mm-hmm. the top was significant. It's mm-hmm. so happy. Mm-hmm. It's the happiest plant ever. Um, we prepared the bed just by, we just bumped out the landscaping to make a little bubble for it. And just mulched around it and happened to have taken home some of that ruby crystals grass Mm -hmm. um that annual pretty fluffy grass so i stuck that in there and i had some zinnias i stuck in there and i actually really like that combination but i anytime i see annuals in my yard i'm like but you could be perennials (laughs) right (laughs) so i think when those zinnias come out Mm -hmm. i might put in something yeah underneath that bush it's a good plan. We'll see. That's actually kind of my only spot. And then I have two cone flowers I need to dig up. They got aster yellows. What is aster yellows? Um, it's a disease that they get. And I guess I've heard different ways that it spreads, but the most logical is like leaf hop, leaf eating insects. Okay. Um, nibble on one leaf, plant has a disease, they move it to another. Yeah. Kind of the same as mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. It makes it makes the flowers mutate. Um, so the first time, a like cool mutate, uh, <laughs> at first, like Hulk. No, I mean they do stay green. They turn right. green. Um, like the first thing you'll notice is that you've got a normal cone flower, mm-hmm. but then there's like the so the purple leaves, the mm-hmm. purple petals on a cone flower. Those aren't the flower. Those are bracts. The flowers are each individual pokey thing in the cone. My brain just exploded this is the first i'm hearing about this oh my goodness okay Uh, keep going okay so each little pokey bit in Mm -hmm. the cone is a flower Mm -hmm. and those mutate so that they also produce the bracts so you've got like tiny Uh, cone flowers inside the cones i'm sorry but that sounds real cool it's really cool (laughs) but that's only the first stage oh yeah the next year or the next like after it gets more infected the flowers like stay green Mm. and then like shoot like you've got like the flowers on top of flowers on top of flowers but they only ever stay green okay. and then they never flower right so they're useless yeah yeah um and you they don't recover from that yeah. once they've got it, they've got it so it's the terminal to go it's terminal <laughs> and so i think when those come out i might just stick something i'll, I'll have to put something that's not a cone flower right. in that spot but mm-hmm. 
as far as I know, it's really only things like in that relation group that get it. So I could put a mountain mint or something. So many options. That would have no problem. Yeah. So I might do that. I might wait till spring. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Sure. How about you? I am going to create my fall garden in the fall. This is what I've decided. And you've already coached me through this. So I'm excited. You forgot about it. It's I okay. Did. Okay. <laughs> I was giving her a blank look. <laughs> it's okay. So as... Oh, I yeah. remember this. Okay. It's coming back. So as I've talked about in multiple episodes, I think by this point, fall is my favorite. Halloween is my absolute favorite. Thanksgiving is my second favorite holiday. So like... I really, really love fall. And I decided that since I love fall so much, why not just garden for fall in part of my, like, part of my garden? Because last episode, right? Yeah. Last episode, I talked about my porch scape that I do, and I'm going to extend it out into the yard. So the walkway all the way up to my house, I'm going to, on both sides, put um, asters, right? So that that way I get that fall, beautiful blooms. I haven't decided which yet. We'll see. I think maybe purple because that's a good fall color. And I already have some pink. Yeah. You've got lady in black with your golden Mm -hmm. rod. So that's pink and white. I think purple would be so I was, I was thinking purple. So then I decided this, but I realized I needed, you can't, I'm not going to do just one thing. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like single rows of plants around here. No. It's a great way to notice when one dies. That's right. So not just one thing. So I said, Sarah, what else should I put with it? And obviously, because we're us, we're like, well, a grass for sure. So I'm going to put some grasses. I also haven't decided which one of those Well, there's yet. so many. There's so <laughs> many. So it'll probably depend on what we have at the greenhouse that would fit in that space. Yeah. And then I said, what else should I put? And Sarah's good recommendation was, well, if you're going to have these things in the fall, then what do you want in the spring? So bulbs, interspersed oh, bulbs. I couldn't remember what I said. So that was as yeah. much a revelation to me as everyone else. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. So then in the spring, it'll pop up with some bulbs. And in the fall, we'll have these yeah. beautiful asters. And also asters are still pretty in the summer because yeah. they're yeah. green. Mm-hmm. And grasses are pretty right. in the summer. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited. So yeah. I'm going to do that this fall. And that's, um, it's going to take quite a few plants, but it'll be interesting because it's the first time I've done like strips. Yeah, instead I don't of plant big. in strips a lot. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'm already like, oh, it's going to make mowing harder, but eh. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> if we gardened to mow, we wouldn't be gardening. Right. Yeah. I do try to take mowing into account with corners. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like to make the corners of my garden something the mower can either like 90 degrees, you can cut it off with the mower, or a curve that the mower can follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do this fall. I'm excited. I think that's such a smart idea to garden in the season because it is true in the spring. We've all got spring fever. And all the spring and early summer flowers are blooming in the garden center. So they catch our eye and we oh, we plant a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And then you get to fall and you're like, nothing's blooming. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. this one plant I stuck in here because I remembered I should have a fall bloomer. Right. So it's a good way to stagger your planting. And I think this will give me a better chance that it's going to have a really pretty bloom next yeah. fall. Yes, because it'll be a full year mm-hmm. old. 
Yeah. I think that's very smart. Instead of spring, if you spring planted, you'd probably get like a couple yeah. flowers. But this time, you'll get the full show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. That's a smart idea. I'm excited. I'll let y'all know how it okay. goes. And then it'll we'll take have to a remember year. to check in next year. <laughs> yeah. That actually... Imagine that with my pumpkins. If I do convert my lawn to pumpkins, you guys, I'm just going to have my own little fall pumpkin farm. I think you should. Oh, I'll bring Silas. (laughs) Okay. We'll come play in your pumpkins. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Do it. Yeah. What will Matthew think? Uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Okay. No, I I told it to him and he was like, oh, do whatever you want. I Then I also, this may be a step too far. I was like, what about sunflowers? <laughs> like the no, really I tall love ones. sunflowers. Like I want to do like the eight yes. foot sunflowers. <laughs> there you go. And then people will be walking by asking if they can take their fall photos in your yard. And you can I have a say, living photo booth. Of course. It just costs $20. Checks made out to Nebraska Statewide Arboretum. <laughs> Help us build a greenhouse. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. I think you should do that. Yeah. Okay, so I want to take a chance to answer a question about Bloombox that I get a lot that this conversation made me think of. Yeah. And I get asked a lot, what's the difference between the spring and fall Bloomboxes? Like, oh, yeah. The answer is that you're planting in the spring or fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people, the, when you read that we do spring and fall, it can come across like in the spring we plant spring plants in the fall we plant fall plants no bloom box every bloom box we try to cover spring summer and fall blooms the difference is that we can't put together bloom boxes for everybody that wants them in the spring right (laughs) so we take a limited number of people in the spring and a limited number of people in the fall um and everyone gets spring summer fall bloomers Mm -hmm. the only like real difference is I have different plants available to me at different times of year based on what the nursery has sold to other people. So right, right. Uh, that's not necessarily seasonal. That's sale yeah. habits. So um, I do try to do different plants so that somebody who bought both gets something different. But everybody gets spring, summer, fall bloomers because uh, it can be hard to think forward to that next season. But... We want our gardens Mm -hmm. blooming all year. Yeah, that has been one of my biggest areas of growth in my personal gardening is not just grabbing, oh, I want this, oh, I want this, oh, I want this. I still do that. But I also go, okay, now what's going to bloom in the spring and the summer and the fall and what's going to provide good winter interest? Because I did notice early on that my gardens, I was like, this looks so good in May. Yeah. (laughs) And then it... I think every garden has like a midsummer slump, but that's just being in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. We get that like really, really hot, humid time, but nothing. Everything's like kind of living but not thriving, and then we come back. But other than that little window, Mm -hmm. we want something all the time. I love to hear that you are like thinking about the next thing to grow on in your garden yeah my almost my entire yard is designed by i need to see how this works so that i know (laughs) if i should give it to people in this circumstance like my backyard is one big experiment Mm -hmm. or i need to be able to take pictures of this for bloom box (laughs) so i need to plant it and we're about to prep this fall we're going to take out the rock pile 
that came with our front Ooh, yard. Ooh, the rock pile. The rock pile is going away. Oh, yeah. It's, I keep calling it a rock pile. It's flat. It's, it's a rock Yeah, square, but it's just But like I a... dislike it strongly. Yeah. It's just ro- river rock full of bindweed and crabgrass. It's coming out. A gardener's dream. I know, right? <laughs> it just, it makes me cringe. I'm like, I, anybody who goes by the front of our house probably doesn't even know we're gardeners. Because it's all happening in the backyard. I feel this same way. My yard, my front yard looks like a mess. And people are like, you run the Arboretum? Yeah. You don't even have trees. I was like, they're growing. They're They're, just real small. Before people like know where I live, I want it to look like I live there. Right, right. Yeah. So we're taking out the rocks this fall because we're expecting there to be well one we're expecting it to take some time and work to get yeah. rid of all those rocks oh my gosh um, take care of your back yeah well i don't i think i will like be mostly observing oh okay i um, my sure i need to preserve my back for projects yes i've got to unload trucks so um we're gonna take them out be make sure we've got time to take care of the very vibrant seed bank seed bank i'm sure is are you gonna solarize i don't think so Mm. it's it's too shady i don't think it'd be very effective so i think we're gonna pull it all up depending on at what point in the year we successfully finish that i may put down some Mm pre-emergent if it's early enough for anything to germinate right um and i think we're gonna change it's very flat right now Mm -hmm. and we're gonna make a little half moon shaped oh, berm so we yeah. can have some drapey plants so we're yeah. gonna build that uh, i like to do my dirt work in the fall yes uh, that just gives everything a chance to settle in for the winter spring is a terrible time to do dirt work mm-hmm. because you will make it rain <laughs> if you put it on your schedule that you're gonna be out there with your shovel yeah. it will pour yes, yes. <laughs> and if you open up a whole bunch of soil um and have it exposed it will pour yes so <laughs> i do my dirt work in the fall um and then i'll probably have to do some pre-emergent or something in the spring because yeah. i'm sure that this is just full. i mean just looking at it it's full of weeds yeah yeah and I'm going to design it almost pretty formally. And I'm okay. really excited. Um, I I just never... I do this for everyone else, but in my own yard, it's yeah. just an experiment. Like, we need seed access for this plant. I need to see how this one does in the east because it came from the west. So really excited yeah. to have a designed garden in my yard. And remind us again how big it is. I would say like seven or eight by seven or eight. Okay, so it's a good square. size. It's, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a good, it's like big enough to be big, but not gigantic. Not overwhelming. Right. So we got kind of away from fall planting. That's yeah, like sorry. fall prep. This know, is now just too. Sarah and I being like, so what are you doing? <laughs> uh, getting okay. ideas for yes. each other. <laughs> And hopefully you, I would love to know what you guys are fall planting Please. or fall planning for spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause this is the time of year I have time to like think before I act. <laughs> all other times it's a free for all. It kind so. of is. It's like I, um, I was working in the greenhouse and I brought all these home. Oh, I've totally done now that. Now I need to plant them before they die. So where should they go? That This looks good. <laughs> that one spring when... Bob hurt his back, oh. so we had to help in the greenhouse a yes. lot more, which was totally fine, all cool. But I bought more plants than I ever intended because I was there more frequently. Yes, yeah. I 
it has helped the less I am like formally in the greenhouse, the more I'm just there to shop for projects or help with a sale, the less plants I spontaneously take home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also prone to using my own car to do deliveries yeah. because I live out of town and I've got to have a car seat yes. every evening. So I will like have to take my own car to load up plants. <laughs> and that's a dangerous move because uh-huh. I have taken home like my whole trunk and seats were full of a project. There's still the cup holders. <laughs> <laughs> I did remember I brought vegetables back from yes. uh, Gehring in the cup in holders. The cup holders. <laughs> yeah, there's always a spot there. Always. Mm-hmm. Silas might have to hold them, but there's a spot. <laughs> Let's talk about the, like, technical. How do we fall plant differently than spring? Well, in the fall, you the green side goes down, actually. We plant upside down. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's amazing. I love that. Um, it's no. topsy-turvy day. It's still green side up. Green side up. Always. Um, I don't know that there's a whole lot different I do at planting. Yeah. But... It is just like, I don't know that there's a whole lot that I do differently when I'm planting, but establishment can be a little bit different Mm -hmm. and a lot of times a little shorter. So you still get the, let's, my, my six week plan for establishment is two weeks every other day, two weeks. She's talking about watering. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Watering two weeks every other day, two weeks, twice a week. And then two weeks, once a week. So two, four, six. I can remember that. Um, In the fall, that last couple weeks, sometimes it's already frozen. Yeah. And therefore, you don't have to water. Yeah, don't water when it's frozen. Um, Water when it thaws. Yeah. Right? So if it thaws in December because it warms up, you won't water again. We had to do that this last mm-hmm. winter. I we was did. watering trees in January and yep. I was not happy about it. Because <laughs> your hoses are not hooked up, I hope. <laughs> I was like I was like cramming the watering can under the spigot and like holding it there with my ah, foot so it wouldn't yeah. splash on me because I was cold. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to haul the hose out because I knew I just had for. to put it away. You go into your house to fill your watering can and then come out of the house to yeah. water your tree. Because you- I, co- I completely cover up my... Oh, outdoor spigot. And you don't have a small person to make sure it doesn't run into traffic. Right. Yeah. I guess. It was harder for me the ages he was to go in and out sure. of the house. Sure. That makes sense. Now he lets himself out, so I've got to figure that problem out. Yeah. Um, a hook up high. Well, he can't <laughs> unlock the deadbolt. Oh, okay. So I, we just don't lock our door very often. We don't live in Lincoln. We don't lock right. our door very often. So you have to remember to lock it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, watering. So establishing, because also, do you add, do you do any like extra mulching or anything? No. Yeah. No, but, I don't. I but, do not baby plants very much. Um, but we let the leaves stay. Like, I think that true. has helped some of my plants too, because especially, and I tend to do, this may have a thing that has to do with my success of fall planting. For some reason, most of my fall planting has been close to my house. That does too. help. Yeah. So it's being Keeps protected the from the wind a bit and it's holding some warmth. Yeah. And that's where the leaves also tend to bunch up next to the house. So um, I think they're I think they're just staying a little warmer, a little longer. I, that for sure helps. I actually have my vegetable garden is in a retaining wall. Mm. Um, 
that is over a driveway and faces west. And so it extends our growing season by like two weeks as yeah. long as we keep the frost off the top. The roots keep growing because that soil stays so warm. Right. Um, so as far as like extra mulch to help things through the winter, I don't. Um, if it's going to live here, it's got to live here. That's my attitude. Now that I consider leaves falling in an area part of it's going to live here because mm-hmm. that is going to happen every year. I was talking to Chrissy, though, this afternoon. Chrissy's the community forester out in the panhandle. And we were kind of brainstorming. They like to use pine needle mulch, um, yeah. which I love. I absolutely love this the look of this pine needle mulch and the way it behaves in the garden. But they had a planting where it got put down by the city staff later in the year mm-hmm. after the plants were dormant. Or the tops were. So they yeah. they didn't see the growing plant. And because of that, they just spread it over the garden. Which I can see, you know, at the time, no problem. Right. Because the plant's not growing. But over the winter, as the snow load compacted that mulch down mm-hmm. and it kind of like wove itself together. Right. Then in the spring, that plant couldn't push itself back up. Right. So I think that's a, a good example of like we are not here to bury our plants for the winter. Um, I've heard of that, like, mulching stuff in. That's for, like, tender perennials, things you're trying to, like, protect. And you're going to go undig it Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. so that it gets sun in the spring. Right. Because what people do that with elephant ears, right? Yeah. Elephant ears and, like, I've heard of people doing it with, like, lavender. Yes. I am not that proactive. (laughs) i would totally forget to dig it back up. i was gonna say that i would not only forget to dig it back up i would forget i'd even planted it or where it was right no i wouldn't be able to no i think it's a good method for that like slightly tender thing Mm -hmm. like that one or two plants you're just yeah trying to take care of and they're probably special so you remember them yeah and where they are but i wouldn't do it to a whole garden I just pictured my whole backyard just in a foot a of mulch. mulch. <laughs> I get questions too, like, um, we all know our vegetable gardens and our annuals, that when in that early frost is coming, we can cover them with a sheet mm-hmm. and keep them longer. Yeah. Or and a late frost in the spring. Or late we frost do in that, the spring, yeah. we do that too. I get questions from fall planted bloom boxes, like, if it's going to frost in October, do I need to go cover them up? And the answer is no. Um, if it was spring and those plants had literally just come out of a heated greenhouse, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are perennials. They're, they've been in, living in the weather all year. And if you planted them in September, early October, they've enjoyed the gradual decline right. of the weather. That they're um, used to. That That's... they're used to. It's, it's what they're adapted to mm-hmm. handle. And also with perennials, it doesn't matter if those leaves get shocked a little bit. Mm-hmm. You might get a black leaf here or two there that that froze a little bit. That's not the important part of a perennial. The important part of a perennial is the crown. We always save the crown. God save the queen. <laughs> yes, the crown is and the most important. That crown's the most important. It's in the ground. Or, or very close to the ground. And that's the part of the perennial that needs to survive for next spring. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, no, you don't need to cover your perennials with a sheet when we have an early frost. I really thought you were going to say the most important part was the roots. 
Oh, actually. I messed up. I mean, fair. Maybe. It's, I would say it's like crown roots top. Plants can lose their tops a lot. That's so true. Um, yeah. Especially our prairie plants that are, are prone to being grazed upon. <laughs> they are very used to having their tops get cut off. Bison, husky rottweiler. Rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. I got a couple liatris I don't think are going to make it past the rabbit. That is year. fair. You do have some pretty um, tough erroneous. Mm. No, service berry. Service, service berry. I, and we'll see if that comes back next year. <laughs> I am just like, I got to write a testimonial for Bob's. Remind me the, the full story. Well, this. okay. So I planted it last spring, 2021. And forgot to water it. <laughs> <laughs> and so all the leaves got crispy and fall, fell off. And there was some more new leaves. They put out, the, you know, they did their like, oh, no, and put out new leaves in the uh, late summer and fall then. And I watered, watered, watered. I watered that one in the winter. I, I kept that baby going. And it came back the spring looking great. Yes. Okay. I did it. I babied it through that. That was my fault. Sorry, you didn't get any water. <laughs> and then I go out one morning. I swear it was overnight. And every single branch that was in reach of a rabbit had been chewed almost all the way back, but not quite far enough because there were still a few buds. Uh. So I think this poor baby service berry has about 15 leaves on it right but now alive. but it's alive and i have it caged so we'll see i hope so i, I don't I know hope, i'm rooting for this i am service too berry. yeah i i've always wanted a service berry if you so. ever get a berry off this bush it's gonna be a miracle. it got one berry it got one year. berry <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> it was like here's my one offering <sighs> so i just need to make sure to keep it caged for i think probably a couple years until it really grows up yeah so, i think i think it, it has a chance we'll see we'll see yeah if not if it doesn't make it i've already decided that i'm gonna put a desert willow there oh well i can vouch for the, so the, the story behind the desert willow mm -hmm. is i don't actually know where the original one came from who gave it to bob somebody gave bob a desert willow it was in an eight inch grow bag so that's an eight, eight inch diameter circle grow bag mm -hmm. that's like maybe a foot deep and so grow bags are mesh so the roots the roots could come out but yeah. the ball of the roots was stuck in the bag it was half planted behind a shed next mm -hmm. to the greenhouse yeah so it's not even fully in the ground kind of like right? mulched in right? it had originally been mulched in yeah um because its buddies all went to projects and this one just got left behind so the mulch like kind of washes away, but the rest of the mulch stays and turns into soil. So mm -hmm. it's like half buried in an eight inch grow bag. This thing finally died last winter in the hard freeze. We got some hard freezes. We got freezes. some really hard freezes, which is fair because its crown was above the ground. Yeah. But it has lived since like, I don't know, 2012? Yeah. 13? Uh-huh. Uh, bloomed, flowered, was like close to 10 feet tall mm -hmm. so uh pretty tough yeah yeah it's from new mexico but the cold really didn't bother it until i mean 
a lot of things died in this well this yeah. crazy cold we got it was not just cold it had like got warm then got super cold and then dry and dry, then dry. dry so it was a bad situation so i have just like dreamed of having one since the first time i saw those pink blossoms mm-hmm. and we finally got some so yeah. if you're having a tough situation I recommend a desert willow. Yeah. And in Nebraska, we think they'll be more shrub-like. Yeah. Stay a little shorter. They're kind of similar to like choke cherries, where Mm. in in this part of the state, they're very shrubby and sprawly and suckery. And in the western part of the state, they're more, they're more, they're more tree-like. They're not necessarily a tree, but they're more tree-like. The desert Mm -hmm. willow kind of ranges in its native range. It ranges from a large shrub to more like a small tree. Yeah. And yeah, I think we're going to have them very shrub like here. I think they're just going to like the water and sit low to the ground. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Either Me way, too. I'll probably make this one stay that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to get a choice. Yeah. Um so when do we change our behavior in the fall based on weather cuz we don't cover plants if it's going to freeze hard, but once the ground freezes hard, um, you can change your watering schedule. Mm-hmm. So if you planted in October, first week of October, maybe a little late for your area, and now the ground is freezing at the end of October, um, you shouldn't need to water very much. I do water in the winter when we're getting unseasonably warm days and we're not getting moisture. Yeah, I think that's that's a yeah. pretty and standard. And so if you had fall planted... Stopped watering because the ground froze, but then late November, early December, we get some unseasonably warm week or so, and we're not getting moisture. I'd put a little water on. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't think I'd get my... The reason I didn't get my hose out last winter is because I was completely convinced that if I got the hose out, I was going to forget it, and then it would freeze. Yeah. Um, so I just found it safer to grab a watering can, but... Mm-hmm. Um, that is what I would do. Otherwise, I would treat them pretty much like spring planted yep. plants. Yeah. And I don't, I don't do a big, and maybe we're probably going to talk about this in another episode, but like I don't do a big fall to do. Oh yeah. I don't either. Mm-mm. I tear up my vegetables. Yeah. Once they're done. I actually, I cut my vegetables in half and lay them down Mm -hmm. so that whatever is going to decompose over the winter can. And then I take out like, you know, like peppers and tomatoes make quite a stock. I take out the stock part Mm -hmm. in the spring. Uh, That would be key. If you are a fall cleanup person, these would be the plants to leave this year. Yeah. Um, Just don't add stress to their life when they just got planted. I love fall plants. Um, we've already talked about the grasses that only do one thing and we don't add stress to them. Yeah. Like this is all the things I want for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to be cool. Yeah. Um, just we, enjoy the leaves. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> Come to Hannah's house for some fall picture taking. Apparently just a yard full of pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait. I can't either. I I really hope you do that. I'm going to <laughs> okay. next year. I yeah, I think I've been convinced it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh yeah, just I don't do a lot of fall cleanup either. Like I I said in the last episode, I kind of cut back plants in half through the summer as they finish blooming, and I will finish that off with the fall ones. 
to some extent, like asters and goldenrods, they will flower till the first hard freeze. Yeah. And then they just kind of like get preserved Mm -hmm. by the frost and are great winter interest in the garden. It's like a nice goldenrod in front of some big blue stem with a light dusting of snow. That's super pretty. Very pretty. So I don't do, yeah, I don't do a big fall cleanup in that sense. I will prevent really deep leaf piles from forming mm-hmm. over the top of my plants. Yeah, I had a leaf problem. I left too many leaves over my iris. Yes. And I try to prevent yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I don't take all of them away, but I try to make sure nothing gets buried in mm-hmm. a pile. Yeah, because especially then in the spring, if you don't clean it off fast enough, then they'll rot. Yeah. But that's plants. really all I do. I mean, in the fall, I'm just kind of too busy sitting outside enjoying the nice weather oh taking bike gosh. rides right. playing drinking park. hot tea yes i um, drink hot tea all uh, year round well yeah i can stop putting ice cubes in it there you go <laughs> i was uh this is so off topic but i was at home cooking the other night mm-hmm. i don't know what silas was. i think nick was with silas and and they had come in and i'm like meal we meal prep for the yeah. week so i'm in the kitchen meal prepping and i've just been craving a cup of tea and so I'm like, I'm wearing a tank top sweating in the kitchen with my hot tea with an ice cube in it because I wanted it so bad. <laughs> so I yeah, love it. in the fall, I like to have a fall tea party. Yes. Mm. I like to to just like, I don't know. It's like the fruits of your labor. Mm-hmm. Everything is has bloomed or is blooming. Caramel apples. Caramel apples. <laughs> now I'm just naming fall I things. Just, the idea of those make my teeth hurt, but I do like caramel. Oh, I love me some caramel <laughs> apples around a fire pit. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy your fall. Um, you know, just enjoy it. Put a few plants in the ground where you want to. Um, take it easy. Take like it easy. the grass. Yeah. <laughs> I, so... Since it's fall and we've been talking about all these fall flowers that we look forward to so much, what's blooming in your garden right now? Okay, I have a few things blooming. One, I two different goldenrods. So I have late bloomer goldenrods. My uh, fireworks, which we've talked about a few times, it blooms much later. And then I also have... Um, I just know it's Wichita something. It is a seed strain of speciosa, so... Um, Saldago speciosus showy goldenrod. Yeah. That's, it's native through like a lot of North America. Mm-hmm. And then Wichita is, it's got a cultivar like name, but it's just a seed strain found near. Near Wichita. Yeah. Okay. So then I have a whole nother goldenrod that is also about to bloom. Cool. Probably fully blooming. And then my ironweed. Yeah. Love me some ironweed that just like bright fluorescent color is great those two yellow and purple what a classic yeah. combination i know right oh, perfect yeah. for fall mm-hmm. how about you it's blooming where you are well uh my goldenrod's still going mine yeah. started earlier um i have missouri goldenrod mm-hmm. so no i don't i have one missouri and one um sweet goldenrod mm-hmm. solidago adora um and they started in august but they bloom pretty much. They'll bloom until it freezes. So yeah. um, my goldenrod, but then my heath aster has started. Yay. And I have snow flurry heath aster, which is a ground cover cultivar. Mm-hmm. Heath aster's kind of a beast. Right. It's, it's snow- tall. It's floppy. It yeah. seeds like you could not believe. Yeah. And this is a ground cover 
version of it. It's it's very stiff, um, and it's very sprawly. It's perfect over some rocks. Um, In the summer, I think Heath Aster, the snow flurry Heath Aster, can get confused for weeds. Yeah, I could see that. Because it's... It is tangly and it sh- since he shoots out. Yeah, I don't know. I think I I'm think... too close to it. It is right around the place we sit all summer, so I don't know if I'm a good judge of that because it's very familiar to me. Well, yeah, I totally get that. I think Heath Aster has weed-like tendencies. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> especially it's. I actually keep its arms cut off. Mm. Um, that sounds terrible. <laughs> That's morbid. As it sprawls its arms out, I yeah. cut them off at the border of the landscape in this bed because we mow around it and um, it's caused problems with the mower. Yeah. So I just cut, I mean, it's not a hard thing yeah, to do. Yeah. Just I just cut them off as they shoot out into the grass. Um, it is kind of moundy and it's, it's very dense. So mm-hmm. it's a great weed shield. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that makes it not look weedy is having the plants coming up out of it yes yeah so it's it's dense it covers this whole landscape bed yeah i wasn't trying to shade no, you <laughs> no i didn't take I it as just that think that some people might consider the yeah. way it acts very weed like i did not take it that way yeah. at all um i think it's important to know how to like treat a plant uh-huh. so that it doesn't behave like that yes calaroe can be the same yes yeah um, uh-huh. it can behave very weedy if you don't use it in the correct way yes so no i didn't i didn't take it badly okay but good all summer it's very green mm-hmm. and very dense mm-hmm. and when it blooms you will barely see the green it is a white carpet yeah it's so pretty i think i have an old picture of silas sitting in a mound of it Yay! in a husker t-shirt oh so it's like yeah white. Mm-hmm. i'll try to find that um it's this mound of white with all my other plants sticking up out of it mm-hmm and I I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Oh, fun. Excellent. So um, we've not done a very good job in these episodes of reminding you all the different places that you can interact with us. That's true. Um, so I just wanted to like go through them real quick. Yes. We have an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you can find Hannah and I's emails through the regular Nebraska Statewide Arboretum Communication, but mm-hmm. Bloombox Growing Deeper has a specific Gmail address, growingwithbloombox at gmail.com. And then we're on Facebook mm-hmm. at any Bloombox, mm-hmm. N-E for Nebraska Bloombox. And it's the same for Instagram. Yep. So we do run a facebook page and instagram page separate from the regular statewide arboretum we share a lot of things back and forth but we really tailor these pages to bloombox and maybe more to the home gardener yeah uh with natives than um you know the nsa page can is a mix of us as a nonprofit and our projects and cities and homes so yep yeah a little more tailored mm-hmm uh where else are we well of course you can find all of this information on plantnebraska.org absolutely that's our website always love plantnebraska.org that Mm -hmm. is so easy to remember Mm -hmm. uh pinterest kind of new i've been doing a bloombox pinterest page for a little over a month now um and mainly as a way to collect activities for teachers because we plant a lot of bloomboxes with schools 
And um, I don't get into curriculum. That's not my thing. I don't I don't need to. I'm just here with the plants. Uh, we can connect you to curriculum if you need it. But I love to craft. Yeah. If you would let me in your classroom to craft with your students, I would do it for hours. I realize that's mm-hmm. not in your lesson plan. So <laughs> I made a Pinterest page right? Um, with some ideas for kids at home, kids in school, um, some like bird feeders and yeah. bee hotels and mm-hmm. things like that that you can make. Uh, just, you know, because we can't work on our plants all the time or they would probably hate us. Yeah, unfortunately. They um, need a little space. They need space <laughs> to do their own thing. But we all like being in the garden, and fall is so perfect for crafts. So mm-hmm. if you need some fall garden crafts, check out our Pinterest. It's Growing with Bloombox, at Growing with Bloombox. Wish they could be all the same, but <laughs> I uh, Pinterest has been around for a while, so a lot of names have been claimed. Yeah. So check us out. Share stuff with us. Um I am always here for a garden craft, so um, tell us what you're up to, and happy fall gardening. Yay. Happy fall gardening with your tea in hand. Yes. Next week, or next episode, two weeks from now, we're going to talk about fall tree planting. Mm -hmm. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us. Send us your questions. Do all the things. Follow us on all of our social media that Sarah just mentioned. Bloombox and Bloombox Growing Deeper are both programs of the Nebraska Statewide Arboretum. <laughs>